Welcome to this week's podcast. This is Rosemary Shocknessy, Digital Content Manager.ie. This week I speak to Barbara Fitzpatrick, founder of Kindred Business Networking in Dublin and London. Barbara explains how to network for business, what works and mistakes to avoid. Take a moment and listen. Hello, Barbara. Good morning. And you're very welcome to this week's podcast. Can you firstly tell me about your business and who you help? Yes, thanks very much, Rosemary. Me, It's lovely to be here. So my name is Barbara Ann Fitzpatrick. I'm the founder of Kindred Business Networking, which is a networking group I set up nearly three years ago um, when I was living in, in London. So it was based in Richmond upon Thames. So in fact, going back before the pandemic, um, I, I had... Um, set up in fact maybe it's best to explain why I set up a networking business because I never thought I was going to do that so my background is in the corporate space I had over 30 years of experience uh, working mostly in the UK but it, it also in in the US and Europe I worked for some amazing companies across different industry sectors absolutely loved my job I was in client relationship management managing big kind of global um, international clients and then in my mid 50s right at the top of my game I got made redundant and when you're in your mid 50s the perception is that you're knackered and over the hill and it's really difficult to get back into the corporate space so in a way I you know I had to kind of reinvent myself because I, I couldn't get a role back at the level I was at. Um, there was a recession on at the time. And, you know, even if I applied for roles and got um, interviewed and got to the last two, either the role would be withdrawn or they, it would go to somebody much younger. So that um, was, you know, that was quite a difficult time, actually. And I thought, well, I, I've got to do something, you know, I'm too young not to work. And I really want to work and thought about what, what could I do. So I initially joined a business, um, which was a network marketing business called Arbonne, a Swiss American business, which was a wonderful business. And with all of their help and support, I got my mojo back. And as I was, you know, my network had always been um, a professional network and on LinkedIn. And I needed to grow a different type of network to support this business because it was direct selling business, selling a wonderful range of products that were um, vegan and plant based for skincare, nutrition and personal care. And I was really quite successful at that business and grew a team and everything. But as I kind of went around different networking groups, I didn't really find any that resonated with me as an individual or that shared my values. And I thought, you know what, maybe I'll just start one myself. So I literally started Barbara's networking group, I called it. We met in a coffee shop once a month in Richmond. And all of the people that I had met as I was going around different networking groups. I just reached out to them and said, would you like to come and have a coffee with me? Um, People did. It resonated with folks and it was a lot of fun. I never for a minute thought it was going to be a business because I was doing it all pro bono. And then good old pandemic came and people said, Barbara, will you please continue to do this? Will you do it online? Could you do it twice a month? And I did. And it kind of grew from there. And I realized that people needed to have, not just because of pandemic, but needed to have a community, but specifically people like me who were on their second career or corporate escapees, you know, people who decided to do something uh, with what was their passion, but to make a business out of it. Um, So they're the people that I help. So I then decided to do a piece of research around what do people actually need from networking group. And I launched a membership organization called Kindred Business Networking, which should have launched in person uh, in the November before 
at the time Boris Johnson put us um, back into second lockdown. So all my plans were cancelled and I had to go and do everything um, online. So now I have uh, a group in Richmond and I'm also growing my group in Ireland um, as well. And you were asking, Rosemary, who are the people I help? So I help people who are um, working by themselves, sole traders, um, self-employed, who work across many, they do many, many different things. Um, And I help them to be part of a community. I teach them how to network. I offer business mentoring. I run workshops. And then I also run networking um, events online so that um, people can mix with other like-minded individuals. I, I call it net giving rather than networking. And I try to attract people that I call heart-centered So people who are really passionate about what they want to do, passionate about earning an income because it's it's important for us all to earn an income. Otherwise, we don't have a business. Um, But people who want to do it in a non-aggressive way and not like a a salesy way. So that's what Kindred is about. And that's what I do. No, which is very important. As you said, people working from home or freelancers, think of all the industries out there. Yeah. And a lot of people can feel very lonely, very isolated. And who can I go for for help for certain things? So it's great when there is, you know, a community of like-minded people to support people. And we've all, during COVID and whatever, and we've gone to networking um, events and you know like the picture of the Muppets you know yes. people sitting there and just being looking like it's nearly like a Muppet and that doesn't generate a good you know good relationships that open doors to do business and obviously what you're saying is like-minded people because when we're with like-minded people we find more in common and we find more ways to help each other yeah and, and I think The whole thing to me about networking is that, you know, we all have a network, whether we realize it or not. So, you know, we we, our family, our friends, people we go to school with, that's our network. And then as we, you know, we grow up and we 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 start working or whatever, we have a different network Then we have a wider network. So I I think when people think of the, the noun network, that's kind of seen as a positive thing. But when people think of the verb networking, it can seem, oh, that's a bit sleazy, a bit salesy. And, you know, people are going to try and sell me something. And uh, un- unfortunately, I think there can be connotations of that's what networking, when it's not at its best, could be like. Um, but actually, networking should be at the the forefront of every business owner's mind because it's all about building relationships. It's all about growing relationships, long-term professional business relationships in the same way as your private network is all about your relationships with people. And it's not, in my view, a a transactional thing. It's much more a relationship thing. Yeah, I I agree with you because when you have the right people, you it's the first step because in business, what is the first thing you have to do. You have to attract people because number one, if you don't attract people, then if you attract the right people, then they naturally will say, what do you do? Yeah. And But it's having been in the place where are the right people that will be interested in what you do. Well, so I, I think, yeah, I think the first thing um, that I say to people is, you know, authenticity is really important in networking. You have to be your sort of true, your true self. What, what was the quote from um, Oscar Wilde? 
you know, uh, be your, you know, be yourself because everybody's already taken. And I don't think people trust as much in authenticity as perhaps they could do, because when you are your authentic self and you're in a safe place to be that authentic self, which is what, what we try to provide at Kindred, then you will attract people because you are who you are. And everybody, you know, even if they're um, doing the sim- same or similar work, we will, everyone will do it differently if they do it in their true authentic style. And then that's what attracts people to you because, you know, people can see when you're being false, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, because I remember during COVID, um, one of the things I do is I do website design. And mm-hmm. there was one person who used, like, if I met them in, he used put on an outfit and whatever. And I think this was to get your attention. But if anyone who ever comes to me, they want to know, are you interested in my business? Do you understand how to help me? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what they look for. Life is simple. You don't yes. necessarily have to. It's about listening to people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is, is quite a knack to learn in ways because I do a podcast actually with, with a colleague. And so all of a sudden there's three people doing a podcast. And you have to be very, very conscious because obviously I do it with someone called Susie Taylor. And obviously you have to, I have to listen to her and obviously the person we're interviewing because then we can give more and then listeners get more but that starts firstly with the listening absolutely Rosemary I think one of the key skills of networking is listening as well as coming you know with a spirit of generosity because networking is not about greed it's about generosity it's about giving and I think the best gift you could ever give anyone is your rapt attention. Yeah. And and they say that interesting conversations happen when you listen, not when you speak. That makes a lot of sense. But so so many people are thinking about, well, what am I going to say next? Rather than actually listening to what the person is saying, and even then being able to kind of rephrase that back to them. I think you're absolutely right. Listening is such a core skill and we, we can all do it better. Yeah. And it's funny, I was doing audio with actually, for some reason, with a lot of different Scottish accents lately. And it was amazing the difference in the different pace of the accents in the different parts of Scotland. Yes. How I had to tune my ear in for certain things. And we have to also allow for things like that. Because if you're at a networking event on Zoom, And if there are people with different accents and that you're not going too fast and all that kind of thing to make it easier for people to communicate. Yeah, yeah. All of these things. Now, a very common complaint you hear about networking from business people. Obviously, like everything, it's a skill. You can do it right and you can do it wrong. If you do it wrong, you're just going to waste valuable time and not get results. Mm -hmm. The common complaint, you can hear it coming, is that is a waste of time. Why should I do it? I have so much to do in my business and it doesn't get results. So how would you answer someone 
Barbara would say that. I would say that, um, I mean, networking is actually an investment in your business and it's investment in your time to build long-term relationships. So if you expect that you're going to rock up at a networking event and sell something, then you're naive because that's not how it works. We buy from people we know, like and trust. And you have to invest the time in getting to know someone deciding if you like them and trust has to be earned and trust is earned by doing what you'll say you doing what you said you do when you when you when you said you do so if you say to someone oh I'll introduce you to that person or I'll you know send you an email or whatever then you have to do that because that's how you build up trust and I think people are look at the short term not the long term so the long term is building relationships I might not have a need for your product or service now, Rosemary, or I might never have a need, but you may bet that someone in my network will have a need for your product or service. And when I get to know, like, and trust you, I would be very happy then to risk my brand and my reputation to say, Rosemary is the person you need to go to and to speak to. So I think if you kind of open your mind to it's it's a long term um, opportunity to gr- to grow your connections and to to have a, a group of people who will in effect become your ambassadors. Um, and over time, as they get to know, like and trust you, they will refer you. Um, but they have to understand. I think you mentioned it earlier what it is you do, what you offer, so that they can become your ambassador and introduce you to other people and create connections for you. So I, I think it is about, um, you know, being being in it for building long-term relationships, not short transactions. Yeah, and also a question I come across quite a lot, is like what it's like to work for you. Because there's a lot of people do all kinds of different things. But people, if they're going to hire, you know, a business owner, you know, whatever skill it is, and do you fish with me? Do you work? Yes. Do you work, or how do you work? Um, all of that can make a huge difference. Um, so there are things equally very important. Now, what would you see as the most common mistakes people make when they network? that stops them getting results from networking? Well, I think we've kind of touched on a few of those. You mentioned about listening. If you don't listen, then you aren't going to learn. If you don't follow up with people and make the effort, you know, the magic happens afterwards. The fortune is in the follow up. And as you said, you can identify people that you just connect with and maybe start with them because you you can't judge or make a decision that, well, I don't know if that person would be interested in what I'm doing or whatever. What you, you know, everyone has a story to tell and everyone that you meet will know something that you don't. So I think the mistakes people make are not being open, not listening and not following up and perhaps even not being their true authentic self, because that's when people can really get the measure of of who you are. And I think it's important to you know, be part of more than one group um, and to find the, the tribe or the culture or the organization that best fits you and your values. And I think that's important. Um, I personally have a terrible dislike for the speed networking events because I, I, I think to, you know, to have 60 seconds to speak to someone is just um, very difficult to figure out whether or not, you know, you connect or or there might be a way you can collaborate. So I, I think the, the, the mistakes are 
not being open, not listening, not following up, not being your authentic self and not having curiosity. You need to be curious and find out about people. Yeah, very, very much so. And um, because it's amazing when you're curious, you can discover all kinds of extra things people are capable of, which they don't necessarily say on a tagline, etc. So yes. and I totally agree with you about it has to be people you've common values for. Um, because if you feel something is hostile or it's not a fit for you, you obviously would close up. Anybody would close up in those circumstances. Because one thing I do, I we support um, adults with dyslexia. And a lot of those people, it's amazing in the right circumstances, the talents and everything people tell you about. But also the stories that tell you about getting there. Yeah. Um, and if somebody is in the right environment, like a trusted environment, that process speeds up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and if you're not in a trusted environment, it slows the process down. Or if it's really bad, what will someone do? They'll walk away and they won't come back. Yeah. And I think it's, a, you know, it's the job then of the person who's facilitating to recognize the people who maybe aren't speaking up and to try to kind of draw them out and and give them the confidence to be able to speak. You know, it's, it's interesting. People often um, think, oh, extroverts are, are better at networking than introverts. But actually, I think introverts are better listeners. Um, they're, they're more considered. And whilst, you know, extroverts are great at the socializing part, actually, Networking is about building long-term relationships. And as we've talked about listening, and introverts can actually be very good at that. Yeah, yeah, very much because they listen and they find out, think about a need or something that somebody might have. I I agree very much so. Um, you know, there's always a little sprinkle of fairy dust yes. <laughs> when people listen. So it's about us sharing fairy dust to help businesses succeed. And um, no, that's great, Barbara. Um, what would your final recommendations be for businesses to drive now in 2023 and going forward? I think it's to make networking an important part of your business. Like it should be front and top of mind in your business um, and see it as an investment of time and in, you know, an investment of, of cost. If you join a business and you're you're getting value, then you, you know, you can write that off against your expenses for for um for, for tax purposes. But networking is is an investment in your business, finding you know the right people to to network with um and look looking for you know a group that we as we talked about kind of matches your values because it is amazing to have a group of people who have your back and to me that's what a networking group should be about people who support you and we talked about being your ambassadors and um and and give it time i think you know don't expect to just go to one meeting and then you're you're going to get so you have to invest the time afterwards you have to have the individual conversations you have to come with you know how can i serve you what can i do for you and i think there's three kind of important questions what, what can i do for you um maybe asking someone for advice because then you're showing respect and 
and deference to their experience and skills. And then the, the really critical thing is once you do get to know, like, and trust somebody, then you can ask the question, do you know someone who, and that who could be anything, you know, who, who works in aircraft engineering or whatever it is you're particularly interested in. And they're the kind of three key questions um, that you should be asking as you build relationships with people and you get more confident um, around networking um, and, and net giving, as I call it. Yeah, very, very good points. No, no, that's great, Barbara, and thank you very much. So I will write a blog post and I will be back to you with, with that, etc. And thank you very much for your time and telling us all about Kindred Networking and wishing you continued success with it. Thank you very much, Rosemary. I really, really enjoyed talking to you this morning. Thanks a lot. You're more, you're more than welcome. Many thanks for listening to this podcast. This is Rosemary O'Shaughnessy, Digital Content Manager.ie. I work for coaches, freelancers and adults with dyslexia. I design WordPress sites, create digital content. I am a Canvas champion and certified by LinkedIn as a LinkedIn insider. Contact me to arrange a Zoom call and discover how I can help you and your business. Many thanks for listening. This is Rosemary O'Shaughnessy, digitalcontentmanager.ie.